0: Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, fan-sided, Daily DDT, my man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy. How about yourself, brother? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I know it's been a while. I know every time summer comes around, we get busy. Uh our schedules, conflicts, and um, but every September we come back together, brand new. Uh, it's a lot of shit going on in the world of professional wrestling, so we came back at the proper time. But uh always appreciate you, my man. Thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely, brother. It's uh, certainly been missed that we, you know, we're talking before we hit record here. I thought it had been longer. It feels like it's been <laughs> longer than two months. Two months is nothing. We've taken longer. Pyattus is than this, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to get
0: back on the saddle today, so I'm excited. Well, it kind of shows you the summer went quick, though. It did. Oh, definitely. It always does. <laughs> too I quick this year, Too too quick. I'm like, damn, it's fucking September already. Come on, yeah. man. Um, you can find Grant Matthews on Twitter at WrestleRant. Um, find myself Randy J Cruz on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram at Renny J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z. You find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on Amazon Music, and YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Go ahead, download, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Show some love and support to your boys on the program. Uh, I know there's a lot to talk about, but I think for me, um, I can go further because again, we haven't done a show in a while, so a lot has been happening. Um, but I think more importantly, uh, we lost two people on the way the last couple of weeks. Um, Terry Funk, uh, you know, my guy Bray Wyatt. You know how much I love Bray Wyatt. We we spoke about him ad nauseum on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was shocked. Uh, it was sudden, and I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? And it's like. Uh, a, a really big loss for our community um both legendary iconic wrestlers um and I just want to say for me, I can't go further without announcing that so yeah so yeah pretty much
1: yeah, no definitely do we definitely have to address that off the top. I mean you were one of the first people I thought of when he passed uh, I, I the funny thing is I of all the wrestling friends that I have, a lot of them are big. Bray Wyatt fans yourself being one of them I and mean, obviously myself as well but I mean just in the many years we've been doing this podcast how many times have we talked about Bray Wyatt when mm. he won the title to when he got fired to when he got brought back and everything else in between uh and then for him to leave us so soon is just it's wild so yeah it's super unfortunate and the whole thing is just uh it still hasn't really sunk in. it's only been a couple of weeks so yeah, yeah. super
0: uh, super sad situation so, yeah, major condolences to the, the Funk family and the Bray Wyatt family. Um, but last week, we had some very interesting things going on as far as AEW is concerned. Um, another another big fan of mine, uh, CM Punk, um, is no longer with AEW. who got fired from the company after, what is it, All In? That was, that was the one in London, All In? Yes, All In, yep. Okay, so he gets fired and obviously you're going to hear a story from left and right and everything. So, um, and I know you, I know you cover this on a daily basis, but he's no longer with the company. And now that the story is, would WWE be interested? There was supposed to be a meeting with him and the elite and Tony Khan that, that, that maybe never happened, that never happened or was never supposed to happen. The elite from what I see did not want to have that meeting with punk. Maybe punk wanted to have the meeting to kind of squash everything. Um, Jack Perry gets involved live on all in and they have, they have a fight backstage and punk fights tomorrow Joe. He comes back and it's, it's a whole, it's a whole melee. And I'm trying to understand, like, I'm trying to think like was certain things done on purpose. Did they trigger punk on purpose to trying to get him out? Why bring him back in the first place? If you know, if if you didn't if you, if you did not resolve the issue with him and the elite from the first time, mm-hmm. why bring him back, and then try to see how everything could be made up? What was your whole? Before I go further, what was your whole intake about CM Punk being fired by AEW?
1: Yeah, there's just so much that could be said. But as far as when the actual news broke that he was gone from the. The company uh i wasn't i was surprised but i wasn't surprised and being a big punk guy myself i am disappointed but i'm not saying it was the wrong call i mean if we really get into it here not that he was the sole reason for everything that happened that he was the sole center of all the controversy i mean he was but He was a common denominator in a lot of situations. That shouldn't have happened. Let's put it that way. Tony Khan should have, in my opinion, and I think a lot of other people would agree, should have stepped in sooner to do something about this. When we go back a year ago, almost exactly to the day of when all this went down with Brawl Out, at All Out, and he speaks ill about the company and all this other sort of stuff, and he got suspended, but he was already hurt anyway, and he came back, not as if nothing had happened, but it wasn't enough. I mean, I, I think had he gotten fired then not only for the speaking out of the scrum thing, but the brawl that happened backstage with the bucks and those guys are EVPs. And again, they're partially to blame as well for this whole thing. Um, but for punk to still be around after that was kind of like a second chance that he was even back. And then he messed that up too. So it just wasn't a good environment for him. It wasn't a good, it wasn't a good relationship for them. They had to cut ties. He should probably be out of there. Uh, it was the best End result, unfortunately, I really don't want him not there. If that makes sense, I want him in AW. I want him mm-hmm. contributing. He was part of the, some of the best moments they've had in the last couple of years. He was an amazing addition to that roster, and probably their biggest star um, of everyone on that show currently. But they had to do what they had to do and let him go, just because they really were not put in any other position following the latest event or incident, rather that he was involved in a couple of weeks ago.
0: And I think for me as a fan, trying to get you know put the the business hat on. Is that, okay, yeah, Punk and, and, and the Elite had their shit last year. But you mean to tell me? You can't figure out a way. Bro, we've seen many people in wrestling have beef, and they they turn that into a storyline. They turn it into how, how we can make money together. We we may not like each other, but we can make some money. Obviously, we've seen Sean and Brett do it. We've seen Edge and Matt Hardy do it. We I know people ain't like Randy Orton back in the day, but he fought near everybody. So for the Elite and, and and Punk to not even as much get a segment in the ring just talking to each other to get the fans like, oh, shit, because if you put that on a on a pay-per-view, Punk against anybody from the Elite, they're going to buy the fucking show to get the, and they will buy a ticket to the arena. Now, one time that Tony Khan tried to get that together and it's like, I think that's, that's a big missed opportunity for the company to just just to make money and, and, and create some interesting dialogue and storyline. Oh shit, I know this is real. I know they don't like each other, but let's see how they're gonna act in the ring. And for now, also now you, you don't you don't even do a punk Jack Perry match to see how that's how that's gonna go. You you just fire him and let him go, leave a lot of money on the table. And I think with the elite being evps and again, I don't know them, but it's just like Nobody said, nah, okay, goo, I get it, but let's just kind of make money together. Nobody, no one said that shit. I mean, I,
1: to my knowledge, again, I'm not there, I don't work there, but from what it sounds like, Punk wanted to work it out. But of course, the guy that was at fault wants to work it out. I mean, was he actually sorry for what happened? I'm not sure. But it sounded like from the latest report that came out from Fightful about a week or so ago, maybe not even was that Punk wanted to meet with the EVPs, meet with the Bucks and Omega. It sounded like him and Omega were probably willing to work together, but the Bucks, not so much. It sounds like they were like the most adamant about not reconciling with Punk, which if they were just talent, I might understand that. Um, But they were also EVPs. And I feel like as EVPs, and they're still EVPs, as EVPs, in my opinion, I think they should have just not, I'm not saying forgive him automatically and work Mm -hmm. together, but at least hear him out. And it sounded like that was never going to be the case because they didn't want to, and they canceled the meeting they were supposed to have before All In when they were under the same roof. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's business malpractice for them to not get over their issues. And there have been far worse issues in wrestling over the last number of decades, and even in recent years where the wrestlers got over it and made money on television. Mm -hmm. Clearly, they're not thinking that way. Punk's a very old-school guy. It sounds like for as many issues as he has in whatever department – um, he was willing to at least deal with them to make money off of it. Now, what if that had escalated to a bigger issue? Probably, because it sounds like he might have anger management issues. Um, but at the very least, it sounds like the Bucs, under no circumstance, were willing to work with this guy, which to me is a bummer, because like you said, that could have been like the biggest thing that AEW had going. And Adam Cole and MJF are doing great stuff right now, but that could have been a really hot program for that company. It was Punk against the Elite, playing off the real-life issues. And uh, there was still some subtle bad blood there. Like, I'm not saying they made up in real life completely and they were best friends or anything, but you could have really hammered that home and made a great television feud out of it. Mm-hmm. And they they did not do that, which is a bummer.
0: So how much of this? How much? Again, everybody's to blame. Punk, Elite, Tony Khan. I get it. How And also Perry. How much of it is it on Khan to just be like like Vince? Vince would have been like, yo, fuck that. I'm putting Sean and Brett at WrestleMania. I'm putting them at Survivor Series. I'm doing Edge and Matt Hardy at SummerSlam. I don't care because I know it's going to make me money. Tony Khan, again, I don't know him, but I see from the outside looking in, he he's he's the owner, uh, the, the 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 bookmaker, but he he's also a fan, too. So he kind of got caught up in the fandom of, of him being a fan of the elite and the punks and everything. So not saying, you know what, gentlemen? This is what we're going to do. Yeah, if you don't like it, you can be out. But this right here could be the hottest thing we have in the company. And not one time did he do it, as far as I know. Not one time did he even try to fucking do that shit. That's exactly
1: part of the problem with not just what you're saying, but really the entire situation. He's the fucking boss. They're EVPs, but he's the boss. And when it comes to the meeting that was apparently canceled between Punk and the Elite, it sounds like they were supposed to get together. Per, it was Tony's idea. And then the elite apparently canceled it, or either way, whether they canceled it or the meeting never even was supposed to happen, they didn't want to go through with it. Punk did. That's the bottom line. Regardless of what the semantics of it were, the elite did not want to go through with it. Why wouldn't Tony Khan just say, listen, you're doing it. You Mm -hmm. you are sitting down and you're doing the meeting. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. These aren't, Mm -hmm. they're acting like fucking children. Punk as well, he also acts like a child, but... Tony Khan, being the parent, instead of wanting to be the best friend to either of his children or coworkers, employees, whatever, should be saying, listen, no, this is what you're doing in television. I'm making you do it. And if you don't like it, then you can fucking quit. You can't work here. I mean, I'm not saying he's forcing them to do some, you know, um, abhorrent act or whatever. I'm just, I mean, this is pretty normal stuff. And WWE, again, not to compare the two for this entire situation, I feel like you don't hear a lot about this stuff happening because if two people don't like each other and They're supposed to do a program, unless it's like John Cena, who would typically get his way, or maybe a Roman Reigns. Uh, You know, we hear Brock Lesnar, for example. Brock Lesnar didn't want to work with Bray Wyatt, rest in peace, earlier this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I would say if it was really that big of a program, I'd say get over it, you're doing it. But it's Brock Lesnar, and he's a bigger star than any of the people that we're talking about right now. The Bucks and CM Punk even are not Brock Lesnar. And it doesn't really matter, like especially in AEW, you're going to do what the boss says. And they didn't do it, and he didn't do it as well, So, which is also part of the problem with him as well. He's not sticking up and stepping in when he should have. He finally did when he let go of Punk. But where was this attitude at least a year ago, if not before that, to settle this issue when it first came up a year and a half ago?
0: And then what you you fucking let go of Punk? What a day or two before they have a show in Chicago of of, of all places, and like yeah, that's that's really gonna that's <laughs> gonna help your cause, Tony Khan. Then you go out there and say, yo, oh, you know, my my life was threatened, and then everybody's booing him and everything. It was just like it just again, Punk is not you know in you know innocent either. They they all played a part, but it's like you know w- where is the grown men gonna gonna come in and say? Even the veterans, you got Jericho there, you got you got Moxley there, you got a whole bunch of people there that's been there for for a while. Like, look, fellas, we gotta like, we gotta settle, we gotta move on, and this and that. If not, you can get the fuck out because now, for what I see, you see the the young bucks uh, running around, prancing around the ring, uh, whatever show that was, and it kind of looks like they got what they wanted. They never wanted Punk there in the first place. They didn't want him back after the suspension from last year. I know him and Hangman had some beef, and it's like now you feel like, oh, we got rid of the problem, but now he's the biggest star. You created your uh, your own uh, a third show based around this guy for Saturday <laughs> nights. Now he ain't there. The biggest merch guy, he ain't there no more. So it's like, yeah, you got rid of Punk, but now it's like you got, you got to figure out how you go about after that because now the rumor is, does he does he go back to WWE? And it's like you start reading the, 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 the pages, like it's been 10 years since, since he's been there. Royal Rumble 2014. You talk about you talk about 10 years to, to the to the point of maybe he might come back at Royal Rumble 2024. I don't know. Chicago has Survivor Series in November. So everybody start thinking Survivor series could be WrestleMania. There's a rumor that he wanted to go back there uh, last year for the Rumble and try to get a, a WrestleMania match with maybe Kevin Owens and and stuff like that. So it's been it's been in the works. It's just the fact that, you know, do, do, does he finally go back over there? What do you think?
1: It's possible. I'm not going to say it's not going to happen, but it's definitely a possibility. Um, as a fan, I would love to see it, obviously, as a just – but human being with logic coming off of this issue with punk where a lot of people back, not just the Bucks, but a lot of people just don't like punk. Uh, And, and sometimes justifiably. So he's got some issues that I feel like he's got to work through before he'd go back to WWE, Mm -hmm. but with WWE, I mean, he had issues going into AEW and that was a fresh slate for him. WWE. There's a lot of baggage there for all the shit that he said about him, all the people already there that he doesn't like from Vince, the triple H for all the shit that he said about triple H. He wants to go back to working with him. It sounds like he wants to be back there more than, they want him back and typically it would be the other way around. They don't need him. AEW doesn't need him either. He is a big star. I think he can contribute to whatever company he's in. He proved with his last run in AEW that he still has it. He never really lost any. I mean, he, is he the wrestler of 2011? No, but he could still go in there and get people captivated and talking and cut a great promo, have a great match. I would like to see him back in WWE. Is it something that I think they need to do? No. Am I advocating for it? No. I'm just saying if he were to pop up in his music hits, I'm going to be excited. I might say this might end badly and WWE may regret this depending on how it goes. But I also don't think the issue, some of the issues that he had in AEW are going to happen in WWE. Will he have issues with his coworkers? Inevitably. But to the point where management, I mean, I think the core denominator here as well, in addition to punk himself is that punk needs proper management structure He had issues in WWE, but it didn't sound like they weren't stepping in. I mean, they told him, listen, if we're not, I mean, they they probably stepped in a little too much. They didn't give him any freedom whatsoever. It might be a different case 10 plus years later. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like if there's an issue between him and like Roman Reigns, I mean, Roman might say we're not fucking working together or whatever. Um, But, you know, Vince is going to say or Triple H like, listen, this is what we're doing. We're not going to give Punk his own show here. You're gonna have to work together on the same show. If not, deal with it, or just don't come here. There has to be some lines laid out, some some you know guidelines laid out beforehand. Saying, "Listen, mm-hmm. Punk, if you're gonna be here, you can't start shit. Like we can't out- have you out there during a media scrum, which WWE does a lot of now. Talking about the you know fucking Roman Reigns or like oh I hate Triple H. I don't yeah. think that would happen ten years ago. I don't think that would happen today. I think he got away with a lot of that stuff in AEW. He shouldn't have done it in the first place. But I think the biggest reason why. They got away with it was because they let him get away with it
0: Mm. and again if he does show up i wouldn't be surprised so you know everybody on twitter saying oh i don't think triple h would do it i don't think this and that i don't think he has to go back there i'm gonna listen listen i seen vince have beef with hulk hogan macho man ultimate warrior god knows everybody bret hart and somehow some form of fashion they come back to wrestle they get they get into the hall of fame They always tend to make amends. I know there's people out there who still need to make amends, but still it it, it comes back around. Like the heart grows fonder when you've been away for so long. And then, like I just said, 10 years since since Punk had a fucking match with them at at the Royal Rumble. And it's like, okay, you come back 10 years later, everything is different. It's not, it's not about you. You got Roman there. You got a whole bunch of guys there that you can still have a good match with, um, Do I say go there and be the fucking world champion? Um, Probably not. Uh, Definitely not Roman's titles. Maybe Seth Rollins' title maybe once. But it's not like he needs it. You you can get a good match with Seth, good match with Roman. Um, You know, Austin Theory, there's a lot of people. And there's stories, too, because the story is he's the one that helped bring the shield into the fold. There's Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman aspect. During his last run, he was a manager. So there's some things you can peel off, but if he comes back, I'm not saying he has to be the Rumble winner or the fucking Money in the Bank winner, but still put on some productive matches and kind of see how, how everything goes.
1: Yeah, no, I think the Roman Reigns one makes the most sense, like you said. I mean, there's so many elements and so much history between the two. One of Punk's last matches ever, actually. His last singles match in WWE was against fucking Billy Gunn, actually, of all people. Really? If you go back a week or two before that, I think it was the first Raw of... I think it was that old-school Raw, the first Raw of 2014. He lost to Roman Reigns. He had beaten Rollins. He beat Ambrose. He was feuding with the Shield at the time, and he lost to Roman Reigns. And uh, so Roman can claim he's beaten Punk before, and Punk's never beaten him, which is true. One-on-one, anyway. There's so much you could do there, and you can also do... I mean, again, this is... Pure fantasy booking. I do think the main event of Mania should be next year. Um, Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes finish the story. Um, I don't want anything to get in the way of that, including CM Punk. But, you know, maybe Punk finally gets his main event of WrestleMania. It's not the the one night Mania anymore, but a main event is a main event. Yeah, uh, Anything can happen. I really do think he, he's only four. I mean, he's not young, but he's for a wrestler, but he's like 44 now. Um, he's closer to the end of his career than he is the beginning of his career. But, you know, I still think he can go there and contribute. So I think I think it's possible. They just, again, have to really step in and say, listen, we're not letting you get away with shit. If it doesn't work out, they need to deal with it early on and not let it fester to a point where he's I mean, he was frustrated when he left WWE. For some of those reasons, though, it was pretty justified for shit. They didn't really do with him and the health stuff. I mean, as long as that's better now, 10 years later, which Vince is I don't know how involved he is. He's still the boss. Um, but Triple H is the guy now, is and he was the one that had issues with Punk ten years ago. Maybe Triple H just cooled off a little bit. I'm
0: not exactly sure. Um, I mean, look, listen, yeah. you know, I think we're close because one, they had him on that show on on Fox. With, yes, the backstage with stage. Renee yep. and and um, Page. So it was like you, you you started seeing a little bit of like, all right, we ain't fully shaking hands yet but we're 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 working our way then uh, what 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 was it during the during the spring whatever uh he just randomly popped up wanted to pop up backstage at a monday night raw he saw (laughs) the miz and hunter say yo i i could probably get you in let me ask and they denied it but still it's like i think punk want i know i know punk wants to come back it just it's just a it's matter of how he was still in the contract. So it, it, it's kind of, it was, it was grayish yeah. but now I'm fired. It's like, all right, now we're like, how do you want you, how do you want your career to end? Not the way you end off a W. So he, I think, no, he, I think he needs this to g- say, you know what? I want to finish it on my time, my terms, make a match with people that was 10 years ago. I, he's still a little whatever today, but it's like, I don't want to go out like that.
1: I agree with you. I think that's the thing though. I think punk needs this more than either of the companies do. The company AW did not need his bullshit anymore. I mean, he was causing way more harm than good towards D the and There's still a lot of good. I mean, collision was his show and it's been a great show and I hope it stays a great show. He was working mm-hmm. with young talent, putting people over as a fan. It was exciting for me to see him back and all these other people. I mean, I'm sure he does mm-hmm. move ticket sales for sure. Um, Absolutely. But it got to a point where the shit that he was stirring backstage amongst the talent and the embarrassments they were dealing with on a weekly basis during the second run, not even the first run, but the second run uh, got to a point where they had to let him go. And Punk, if he just kept his mouth fucking shut or just dealt -hmm. with certain things instead of beating people up because they talk shit about him, which I'm not saying they should have. And that should have also been dealt with. And it sounds like hopefully it is. But Punk, you can't get physical and start beating people up like we're in first grade. Um, and then WWE also doesn't need him. They don't. I mean, they have a lot of star powers. Is are the hottest roster mm-hmm. they've had since they added today probably not. But they do have a lot of big talent, a lot of big baby faces alone. I mean, between Punk and Roll- no, I'm sorry, between Rollins and uh, Cody Rose. And you got LA Knight popular now. Roman Reigns is the guy. And you got a lot of other people on both brands and NXT. You got Braun Breaker waiting in the wings. They really do not need Punk. Um, it would just be good for it really goes back to what the whole thing was when the authority first formed or even actually before that when triple h was first feuding with punk what is best for business and yeah. uh that would be a bringing punk back i think as long as again there's no drama out of it and i'm sure there will be and i'm sure a lot of not want him back um uh, but listen I don't give a fuck if they don't want it back. As long as it it, listen, <laughs> if it creates business, that's what you got to right. do. That's what you got to do. If it makes money and people want to see it and the ticket sales improves, as long as it doesn't, again, create more harm than good like an AW then they bring him back. That that It's as simple as that. And I think it probably will get to that point. Well, it be as soon as Survivor Series or the Rumble or even Mania? Probably not. You got to give it a little bit more time because this shit in AEW just happened. But yeah. as a fan, it would be cool. Almost exactly 10 years to the day, come back at the Royal Rumble, the same show where you went out on. Again, you talk about closing your career on a bad note. He went out in a fucking rumble match getting chokeslammed by Kane. And that was the last we ever saw him. No grand finale. No grand last match. He just went out with a whimper. I don't want to see him go out that way either. And it's twice now his career has ended on a bad note. Third Mm. time better be the
0: fucking charm back in WWE. That's right. And I think, think, you know, before we wrap up, the most important thing is that, you know, Triple H is in a different space than he was back in 2014. Because Hunter was half and half still active oh yeah he was certainly more he was, i think he was more still active so personally than an executive uh, yeah and now it's like you you're being the head of the creative the top you know doing your, your your real business thing so I like you said they're not dumb um I'm pretty sure they're thinking about breaking the back how to make money because he's, he's still a draw as you've seen it in, in, in aw still a draw but it's like how do we make it work where there's no bullshit like, yo, you, like you said, you ain't gonna come in and do that shit you were doing down there you come in here I, I I can give you the Brock Lesnar schedule once every three, two, three months you pop up, do some shit like that I, I don't gotta have you on, on every Raw and Smackdown but I I still think there is some, a, a, a good handful of matches that, that Punk would wanna, I, I, you know, someone like you wanna see, Punk against LA Knight Punk against Austin Theory, Punk and Rollins Punk and Roman Reigns, Punk and, Kevin Owens, he said he wanted to work with him i guess you, you could still get punk in the midst you could you could still get punk and john cena like <laughs> you know punk and edge if edge stays dick i heard he was debating aw staying so that's a different con for a different day but you can still get a, a good 10 him and jay Uso, like it just a you know how many what matches are you would you be interested in seeing with, with punk like a top five
1: yeah, I had seen someone tweet a couple days ago, like, is anyone actually interested in a Punk WWE run? Yeah, yeah, I fucking would yeah. be, actually. I'm not I saying am. it's, again, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like it's it's not a small minority. There's a lot of Punk fans out there. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm a massive Punk fan. I think he was an embarrassment during this latest run overall, unfortunately, not in the ring or promo-wise, but as far as his backstage antics. Did you get Punk to sign people.
0: your um, Intercontinental title? Did you get He punk did, to...
1: yes. I, I met him once four wow. years ago, and I had him sign the belt right smack dab in the middle on the back. So, wow! well, one of the best signatures I've ever gotten, because I don't think I'll ever, I mean, I don't think I'll ever get that chance again. So I'm <laughs> glad I it was before he came back to wrestling, but it was, it was when he was in Chicago for something. And I met, I went there just to, for that. And it was one of the best wrestler interactions I've ever had media nice. or otherwise. And he was amazing, Nice, uh, big punk guy. But uh, listen, I do want to see him back. There's a whole slew of people. The roster has changed dramatically since he was there. All the <laughs> NXT kids are on the main roster now. Uh, Kevin Owens, I had read the report that he wanted to work with him. How true that is. I don't know. I don't, I didn't think Kevin Owens liked CM Punk. He did a shoot interview many, many years ago saying that when they were, I think in ring of honor together, they had an issue and I then punk, I don't know. It was over a t-shirt or something. I'd have, I'd have to go back and listen to this story. Um, but I don't know if Kevin Owens likes him, but again, Kevin Owens, I think will be willing to work with him. I mean, he yeah. seems like a nice enough guy to wear. Listen, I don't like the guy, but if we're going to make money doing this, it actually might. It's not Sean and Brett level, but if they have enough animosity in real life, it might shine through on the show and make that such a better feud. Like the Eddie Kingston feud. I don't think Eddie Kingston likes CM Punk, but they had a great feud because of that, and they just worked well together in AEW. Uh, so Kevin Owens is one. Roman Reigns would be an obvious choice. Rollins is out there calling CM Punk a cancer earlier this year. Now, I, I tend to think, I don't know if Rollins loves Punk, but, I, but they also went back and forth on that backstage show a couple of years ago, and it kind of looked like they were going to have a mania match, but obviously never surfaced. Um, I think Rollins would be, willing, would be willing to work with him. He sounds like he's professional enough to kind of deal with it enough. And as long as he's not being you know in danger physically or anything, I think he might fucking do it. And listen, it's going to make more money for him, make more money mm-hmm. for the company, which makes more money for him. Uh, Dude, you could do him and Cody Rhodes. I mean, there were stories dating back to 2019. They were in AEW for the same period of time, for a couple of months before Cody left. Maybe about four months, if that. Um, But Cody was the guy that Punk apparently... Cody wanted Punk in AEW and he texted him, Punk said, and Cody said he didn't. There's some weird tension there, which led to Punk not coming in as soon as 2019, but coming in a couple years later. I mean, you can go off that. I mean, again, they're not going to bring up AEW stuff for the most part, but you could go off of that. Him and John Cena as Punk's final match, sign me the fuck up, dude. I mean, you could put you could have Cena put over a young guy in the way out. Didn't exactly work for Theory as, as well as uh, we all kind of hoped it would. The match wasn't great. But Cena having his final match with his greatest rival in the ring, CM Punk, sign me the fuck up. There's so many different options, I think that i'm not again i'm not advocating they bring him back they need to bring him back it needs to happen no i just think if it did happen there's a lot of stuff that could come out of it i'm just excited so we'll see and maybe i'm excited at, at, at a fault to the point where this might not work out but listen i don't give a shit i'm a punk fan i want to see him back in the company as long as he's not doing anything it, it, it is Is he's liability he's a liability yeah. in a lot of ways but if they can kind of work through those waters then it might work
0: out yeah uh before i put a bow on this uh i I do want to mention by the time next week gunther will be the longest reigning intercontinental champion i know he's on that path now i think by friday saturday so next week we'll talk about that um i want to put two bows on this because to be fair uh with punk uh we'll start with this put a bow on this so what was like His run in AEW may not be memorable because of how almost all the shit that happened, but let's talk about the good. Like, what were some of the gems that him and AEW, what did he bring to AEW? I mean, you see, you know what? I know they fucked up the bag a little bit, but at least we got to see this.
1: Yeah, so that's the thing, too. I It's a weird thing because I enjoyed everything that he was doing on TV. Not to completely be on the punk bandwagon, but I don't think there was any part of his run that I would really complain about. The only part of his run that I thought was embarrassing was the shit behind the scene that overshadowed this stuff in front of the camera. But everything he was doing on the show was not, it's not, oh, he was badly booked. It's not a sting situation in WWE where he comes in and he loses his first fucking match at Mania and all this other stuff. Like, no, like he came in. They treated him like a superstar. Him and Darby Allen had a great match at All Out Mm -hmm. um, that helped elevate Darby even in defeat. The Eddie Kingston stuff was short-lived, and they had a really fun feud for as long as that lasted. Only mere weeks, but their match was a lot of fun. I mean, how can you not mention the MJF feud? I mean, that was the the top highlight of his entire AEW run, helping elevate MJF and the matches that they had and the promos they were having on a weekly basis. That was like a four- or five-month story. And it was excellent. And MJF even beat him at one point. They, I'm, 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 it's a bummer. I'm sad they never had that rubber match for both of the world championships, which is clearly the direction they were going in before Punk fired, got fired. Uh, sad that we're never going to get to see that. But their first feud was awesome. They had that. So then after that, he did the Page stuff, which was okay. Uh, he got hurt immediately. Comes yeah. back, does the Moxley stuff very quickly. Again, got hurt, suspended, whatever. That was a very quick run as well. And then coming back on Collision he got to work with a lot of people before he left from Ricky Starks to Samoa Joe and FTR, you know, teaming with them, House of Black, and then finally Jay White as well, Bullet Club Gold. And then his last match, if he if he never wrestles again, he can hang his hat on the fact that as embarrassing as the stuff was behind the scenes that caused his exit. He went out in front of 80 plus 1000 people, the biggest wrestling paid crowd of all time against one of his greatest rivals of all time in Samoa Joe. And what was a very good match, but I don't think it gets any better. Not that it peaked, but I think the best part of his AW run was that debut. Nothing was ever going to top that though. That return that I still go back and watch, uh, was one of not his greatest moments ever, but one of the greatest returns in wrestling history. I mean, it's not even close from the way it was presented to the music, his promo, the emotion, him crying, everything. It was just seven years away. And it was, uh, you felt every second of it. So, I think mm. that was uh, the top highlight, and it gave us that. I, I, I said this on Twitter a few days ago. At least we'll have the memories as far as Punk's uh, AEW run is concerned. Yeah,
0: and the final bow, Graham. I would say, what does what does it say? I know AEW is going to keep going on, and it's not like they're going to fold next week. But what does it say to them that in the last two years or so, they lost two of their biggest stars in the company and Cody Rhodes? And CM Punk. like, how do you what do you again? I know Hunter and them have lost some stars too, to be fair, but it's like now you two your biggest stars from AEW is now going to the competition. And we see how they kind of remix Cody Rhodes to be the biggest main star in WrestleMania and all this and the, the new John Cena. If they get if they get Punk, they're gonna probably rebrand it to be a, a big star. What does it what it, does it say about AEW losing both Cody Rhodes and CM Punk? Um, I mean, it's interesting because again, you talk about WWE. I almost tweeted that a couple of
1: days ago, but then I refrained from tweeting it because I'm thinking like it, WWE has their own issue. I'm not saying oh pro WWE, but I'm thinking like, how do you miss the ball on Cody and punk and lose out on two of your biggest stars? Punk left on, you know, he, he got fired, but it sounded like he was going to quit anyway. Was he like threatening to quit, <laughs> but he would have actually quit. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Cody left on his own terms, but at the same time, WWE in the last four or five years alone, Ambrose, now Moxley, one of their biggest stars, left on his own terms. He quit. Uh, Mercedes walked out, Uh, that Uh being Sasha Banks, one of their biggest stars. You can go to Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole. How do you take two guys that were booked phenomenally well in WWE, but they left anyway. There's a lot of issues with WWE, them losing talent as well. But for AEW, as far as that is concerned, um, the Cody thing... I'm not bummed that they lost Cody. I think Cody is a much better fit at this point in WWE. I thought his AEW stuff towards the towards the end there. Uh not that the matches were bad, but like the shit that he was doing and the feuds sucked. Like the promos weren't good. He was like kind of a heel, but he wasn't. He was feuding with QT Marshall for a time. It was just like the Anthony Agogo stuff and it was just weird, dude. It was mm-hmm. really weird. Um, and I'm glad he left actually, but I mean for whatever happened there and we'll never know. Cody just had that whole doc which was great and he said that he left for a personal issue. We don't know what that personal issue is. I don't know if we'll ever know. The punk thing, I don't really blame them for per se because that was his own doing. He kind of fucked it up for himself and they tried to bring him back this year and he fucked it up again. Um but then again, they could have I think they could have made it work. He might honestly still be there had Tony Khan stepped in sooner and done something about the backstage bullshit and put this issue Maybe something else would have coming up, would have come up inevitably. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he might still be there had they squashed this issue with the Bucks from the get go and let us letting let of letting it fester, grow bigger than it was, and become a bigger problem than it needed to be, to the point of where he ended up getting fired. So it is kind of crazy that they never let any talent go. We very we have seen very few talent departures from AEW in the last four or five years, in the time they've been a thing. They haven't really let go of a lot of people i mean Joey Janela's and like people like nobody's like that. But like Punk and Cody are two massive stars to lose. They have enough mm-hmm. of a roster where they can rebound. They don't need those guys, but yeah. it is pretty crazy. They lost both of them in the span of two years uh, for different reasons, of course.
0: So like I mentioned, we we'll are get to Gunther being the longest reigning IC uh, champion of all time. Passing the honky-tonk man with what, 35. What's that? 35 years? The honky-tonk had that fucking record? 35. 34, 35? 34?
1: 35?
0: Yeah. No, thirty-five because he lost it at uh, SummerSlam '88 to the Warriors. Yeah, you it's, said that last time.
1: Um, yeah. I, I say I thought it was thirty-four something because they had said the other day, oh, first time in thirty over thirty years. But then why not say thirty-five? Yeah. Because it has been almost exactly thirty-five years from like
0: a couple weeks ago, and you would know you're yeah. you're a history
1: buff. So I don't know. Yeah,
0: sorry, honky. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm glad the record. Uh, sorry, broken. not sorry. Um, Jay Uso would get to being now on Raw. Uh, gonna have a, 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 a nice good guy run over there. Um, we'll see how KO likes that whole thing with Sammy and Jay uh, uh, Uso, um, hugging and shit like that. Um, did I miss anything, Graham, from SmackDown Raw before you wrap up? No, I don't think so. Payback was a good show.
1: That's um, right. yeah. yeah, no, I enjoyed Raw on Monday. The Intercontinental title stuff was the central focus point of uh, Monday's Raw, and we'll see what happens with J.U. Uso. And they're clearly leaving Jay and Jimmy apart to kind of, be- yeah to what a brother match, brother versus brother match mania.
0: Um, yeah. And I'm intrigued to see where they go from here. Likewise, Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, fan cited daily DDT. You find them on Twitter at a wrestle rant. Find myself on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Rainy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, little J-C-R-U-Z. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on Amazon Music and YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Also on TikTok at two out of three falls pod. Graham Matthews, my man. Always appreciate it, man. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. I'll catch you in the next one. All right, man. Take it easy. You too. All right.